This is CQ State Report, your nonpartisan news source for examining state lawmaking and regulations, as well as the intersection of state and federal policy. Most states run by Republicans have so far passed on the chance to expand their Medicaid programs under President Obama's signature health care law, better known as Obamacare. But those that have decided to take all that federal money that comes with expanding Medicaid have done so with twists reflecting their affection for small government and individual responsibility. And one of those twists is to try to require Medicaid beneficiaries to sign up for job training programs. I'm Tony Nafo, editor of CQ Roll Call's State Report, and I'm here with my colleague Marissa Evans, who has just finished a story about states that want to tie Medicaid to work. What are those states up to, Marissa? Well, Medicaid takes up a really big chunk of state budgets. I mean, for a recent report from the National Association of State Budget Officers for fiscal year 2016 alone, 41 states have tacked on an additional $9.2 billion for Medicaid programs. Even with the federal government paying for, chipping in and paying for Medicaid, it's still not cheap to cover a very vulnerable population. And so that's why states are trying to get more creative by saying, how can we get beyond health insurance, beyond just providing health care, so that people can not only get the care that they need, but also can eventually get out of the program. You report that any kind of deviation from the standard Medicaid program requires a waiver from the Department of Health and Human Services, which hasn't been sympathetic to these job training requirements. Why not? HHS has been telling states, legislatures, state governors, Time and time again, Medicaid is a health insurance program. It is not a work program. They have constantly told governors that are trying to kind of freestyle their Medicaid programs with work requirements that you can do a work something work-related, but just don't use your Medicaid dollars to do it. And governors have been really frustrated by that because they want to eventually, like I said before, move people off of the program. And the question is, how can we do that if they're not making enough money so that they can afford their own employer-sponsored insurance. How can we do that if people don't have the training to get jobs? That's the state's argument, but HHS has been really adamant that there should be no requirement that work is involved. It's also important to know that Kaiser Family Foundation found that 57% of people in Medicaid are already working a full or part-time job. So we're really talking about the working poor here. And so that's why traditional programs like the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families and the Supplemental Nutrition and Assistance Program, SNAP, have been known to be more of the welfare-to-work type of programs. And HHS would really prefer the states kind of focus on those kind of federal programs to help people work as opposed to Medicaid. And what's really interesting is that some Medicaid beneficiaries who are already on the program actually might be using those services already under TANF or SNAP. HHS has said, well, let's just stick to Medicaid being for health insurance, and then you can use all of your other programs or create new programs to help them do work. I see. But in Arkansas, for example, Asa Hutchinson, the the Republican governor there, says his state's expansion of Medicaid will end after this year if it doesn't get a waiver to require job training. Why is he being so adamant about it? For Governor Hutchinson, he has been one of the governors that's been really frustrated with the Obama administration and how they have been really strict with what states can do in regards to their Medicaid program. So what he wants to do is a combination of things. He's been working with his health care legislative task force and his legislature to figure out how to do a general overhaul of Medicaid in their state. 
So since he's taking on this Medicaid expansion, he said, well, if we can do X, Y, Z, A, B, C things, I'd be more inclined to keep Medicaid expansion in our state. I'd be more inclined to help encourage our legislature to keep Medicaid expansion in our state. So what he wants to do is a mandatory work requirement in that it can be a combination of either you're working, you're seeking job training, or you're in school, something to show that you're taking individual responsibility for your health care insurance and your life in general. And that's a big deal. For it's a, tradi- it's a very traditional conservative value, but something that Governor Hutchinson has been really adamant about so that people can get health insurance, but also at the same time have skin in the game. That requires them to be doing something to show that they're trying to work to get out of the program at some point and not stay in it forever. The issue is, for him, is he doesn't want to necessarily leave these beneficiaries who are newly insured because there are 220,000 people in Arkansas's program. So he doesn't want to leave them in the lurch where they don't have health care. But at the same time, he's trying to figure out how do we kind of decrease our costs for Medicaid expansion in general so that people get the help that they need and they still are working too. Now, when it comes to this job training stuff, the some states have actually tried to do this on a voluntary basis, and the federal government doesn't seem to have a problem with that. Tell us about those states and what they're do and what they're doing. Right now, Indiana, Mo- Montana, and New Hampshire are the only three states to have a voluntary work requirement. So, what that means is that when a beneficiary comes into the program, they're saying. It's great. Welcome to the Medicaid program. Now, here are all these amazing benefits that you get under Medicaid. And these states have said one of these benefits will be access to a work training program. So what do work training programs do? These programs are designed to basically help assess people's current skill sets, where they're at, work history-wise. Do they have a criminal record? Um, Do they have substance abuse issues? Really trying to figure out what are their barriers and why aren't they working be it access to jobs or just in general not enough skills to get a job. So once they take that self-assessment, they kind of try to figure out and work with different community partners and different um, employers in the state to say, these are a group of people who want to work. Let's hire them. These three programs have been really trying to push people to be a part of the program and take advantage of all the programs to offer, from career services to generally connecting them to other services available to them. The issue that states are having right now, though, is that these programs are just getting off the ground. They may have a call line for this particular program, but you have thousands of people calling in, but only 100-some people actually going through the actual self-assessment requirement, going through the trainings, and actually being job-ready when this training session ends. That's part one. Part two is it's a voluntary program. So they, it's not mandatory, which means that these states can lose track of these particular beneficiaries who are part of this program at any time. That's a problem when you're trying to collect data and show that this program is actually working. So far in Indiana, like their gateway to work program, you know, people are getting jobs really as it relates to like dishwashing, substitute teaching, all types of different jobs. But but they're still losing track of people. They know that they've lost people in between that time that they started the program a year ago to today. So they're trying to figure. So these programs are trying to figure out how do we keep track of these people? How do we keep their interest in the program to show them that this program really does work? And but at the same time, these state state programs are also kind of experiencing a deja vu when it as it, as if they're talking to Health and Human Services Department all over again because enrollees are not getting the idea that there's somehow a work training program attached to Medicaid because 
They're used to thinking that Medicaid is just for health insurance. It's not a work program. So states are really going to have to figure out how can they better advertise and better work with community partners to show beneficiaries that we, they have this great benefit also attached to their Medicaid enrollment. So I guess it's going to be some time before we have any real picture of whether or not these programs work. It will definitely be some time. Okay. Thanks, Marissa. That was CQ's Marissa Evans on states that want to tie Medicaid to work. I'm Tony Nafo. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can find our state reports on CQ.com, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at CQ Now, and you can download our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thank you for listening to CQ State Report. For more information on legislative and regulatory tracking, visit us on our site, cqstatetrack.com.